0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Lullabies. My name is Parker.
1: My name is Eric. And, and I'm sure, well, I guess if, they wouldn't know if they're just listening on the audio version. Anyone listening to audio, mm-hmm. nothing's different. But this is our first time we're recording a video instead. We set up this whole little thing in our office here. In our, um, in our
0: small office, there's now a there's giant no, uh, tapestry Eric was very excited about so I,
1: I thought it fit the theme where we're <laughs> storytelling you know just going for all the stops here we got our cat tree up I'm sure all cat will join us
0: he better at some he's, point. he's
1: in the room he's just out of frame though
0: we've given him six treats to lure him and it's it's not enough he's apparently. just hanging out
1: on the ground right now he does love the cat tree it's not so hopefully he makes a his guest appearance at some point
0: yeah I think he's camera shy Every time I have a a meeting, he he leaves. So I understand that, though, because right now I feel very vulnerable and exposed.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're doing it pretty early into our podcasting career of, you know, doing this. But also, I think a lot of people just start off with this, too. I don't know. I feel like we're
0: going to get bullied by teenagers, and I'm so scared.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a bunch of bullies out there, but... It's fine. We're fine. Yeah. Just ignore them. Ignore so the I, comments that's why I don't on go YouTube. to malls.
0: They don't go to malls anymore. Scary teenagers. <laughs> anyway, so today we're talking about Hansel and Gretel. So, Eric, what did you think of the story?
1: So so that was one of the stories where obviously I knew the premise of it. Like mm-hmm. grew up hearing about it. And again, like it's in Shrek. Shrek makes references to that. I think it's Shrek two when they're all walking down the Red carpet and the also stone grounders gathering their breadcrumbs behind them. So that's kind of...
0: Did they get r- ran over? What Did I have they... a scene I of think... like kids skipping and then...
1: They may have. <laughs> I, I thought someone else... Wasn't there like a really small character that got like swept away?
0: That was the gingerbread. Oh, wait.
1: No. Like, oh, it was Thumbelina. The... It was Thumbelina. See, I don't know that one.
0: You'll, you'll know about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, otherwise, I don't, I mean, like, I think I just knew the story because of how much it gets told. I think that's kind of where Yeah. I was at. I don't think I'd ever really read the story myself or looked into it on my own.
0: Yeah, we've definitely been doing the more, like, iconic ones, which I know... The ones that you've been recording and the ones that are like released now are a little less known.
1: I'm starting to do a little bit more obscure ones. I'm kind of going through, there's like this whole massive list that I found. I mean, because it's public domain, they're everywhere. Yeah. A lot of school websites have them, like university websites. So that's where I get a lot of the stories from, like the transcripts and to read from. And this one I recently found has just a list of like 50 of them. And most of them I'd never heard of, but they're because cool. it was
0: the frog, what was it? The
1: frog king. But that's kind of the uh, the, the, prince and... Is
0: that Shrek? N- the dad?
1: Nah. No, because it's the opposite. Oh, never mind. It's, oh. But it's a common story. Like the princess kisses the frog and the frog becomes the prince.
0: Oh, I didn't know they had... I guess that makes sense. I never knew like the frog had its own story and yeah. That was just always
1: like. So that's the fraud. The what was weird about that story, which we'll get to like later. But what was weird about that one was that at the end they really made a point of, like his servant, mm-hmm. that was just like struck with grief when that happened and put iron bands around his heart and stuff like that because like to prevent his heart from like growing with grief. I don't. Know, it was real weird. Oh. We'll get to that later though. It's very Grinch. Yeah, but. Cringe esque. Well, but it's like happier. Well, because it's like he's sad.
0: Yeah. That's kind of beautiful, though. Yeah. You can dissect that. that that'll that be good. But um, so Hansel and Gretel, another one of the Grimm brothers' stories that they curated, found out. But this one has an interesting, I guess, history to it. Because a lot of the Grimm's brothers, as we talked about before, were stories sometimes centuries old stories that you know they heard of because they were historians as well but this one so it's Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm those are the two brothers so the Grimm brothers first heard this story from Harriet Dorothea Wilde and this was Wilhelm's wife so this is the first time they ever heard of this um But in this story, Hansel becomes a deer, and Gretel marries a prince who saves them. Um, And in, like, the original story, the stepmother of Hansel and Gretel is actually their real mother. But the Grimm brothers decided to make it stepmother, which I think has become kind of iconic. I don't want to say because of them, because that could just be how it's been. But they wanted to kind of detach that motherly, I guess, tie where it's the stepmother, where it's kind of a, it's a step. So it's not, I don't want to say as, you're not as tied to those kids. Obviously, nowadays, stepmothers can be more mothers to someone than their actual mother. But um, there was a reason for this. and It was kind of easier for, like, readers to swallow, I guess, yeah. than having it be the mother. But... um Yeah, so kind of the history behind it. So (laughs) this was actually pretty interesting. So um, Hansel and Gretel was created around um, the Great Famine of 1315 to 1317. So this famine is not very well known, and it was a pretty massive one um, in Europe But the Black Death hit Europe in 1347. So that kind of overshadowed this other famine that had happened, this other tragedy, I guess. Um, So the famine was due to disease, to livestock, which led to crops dying, um, which led to um, families abandoning their children um, so they didn't have to keep as many bellies full. Um, (laughs) And some of them said, uh, I saw this quote, it said, um, people abandoning their children, abandoning them to God, which in my thought was killing them.
1: I don't know if it's necessarily killing them, but more of just letting, well, I guess it could be, but like the, the, the abandon would be like, would be like just letting them go into the forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Like the story.
0: Exactly. But some of them said abandoning the Abandoning them to God. And letting
1: God take them. So it's still the same part, but they're not actually, like, physically killing them. It's just whatever happens, happens out there.
0: So, unfortunately, yeah. And then, in some cases, cannibalism. So historians are kind of split on the cannibalism part. Some believe, you know, there's no evidence to show this. Some believe that the evidence that has been found is proof enough. Um so that's kind of where the story derives from, where obviously it kind of has both those elements of the parents abandoning the children and then the witch trying to eat them. So it's that abandoning and cannibalism. Um, yeah, so we start out with the story where Hansel and Gretel um, are going through this famine with their father and stepmother. Stepmother, right from the start, is evil, wanting to abandon the children. The dad puts up a fight, a pretty weak one, though, because they abandoned them twice.
1: My guess is because he sees the argument in what she's saying, and I don't know. And I know that it's, like, foreign, more so, maybe more foreign, probably even, well, no, maybe not so much in those times, mm-hmm. because I feel like there was more self-preservation instincts back then knowing that i mean we could get into like the mortality rates where like child mortality rates were just drastically lower than they are today yeah because so it was like i bet there was that thing where it's like i mean the kids are like on i don't know whatever the rate is let's say it's like 50 percent. so it's like it's a coin flip on whether the kids even live or Like, live to being an adult.
0: Yeah, because of disease or... Exactly, whatever. You stub your toe and you're kind of a goner.
1: So it's just like, well, we can always make more, is maybe my guess. Yeah,
0: but he seemed to just have, like, that hesitation, obviously, where don't really want to, but then the stepmother kind of is this berating figure who... um, I don't know, we'll we'll get into that, because there's a lot of cool... Kind of biblical reasoning behind like these characters and like the way they act. So, anyway, so it's two times, right? Like they send them out, but then Hansel uses the bread. Or does he use the bread first?
1: Yeah, it's the bread first. So, the
0: bread first, and then they find their way back and then abandon them again. Which to me, if I was the dad, I'd be like, that's pretty impressive. Maybe let's keep them around. Like, that's pretty clever. I don't know how old these kids are, but to me, they seemed like under 10.
1: My, From what I gathered from the story, the parents didn't know that he was doing that, though. Because he heard without them knowing that they were going to do that. Like, he was right. eavesdropping. And then he knew to, like, break apart the bread, and, like, Gretel mm-hmm. shared it. Like the one ration that they got gone before they were sent into the forest. So I don't think they even, knew that that is what he was doing. Yeah. Um,
0: but I mean, even then, he they took him deep in the woods, and both of them were still a good friend. Well, way exactly. Back. That's what I was going to go. It's I mean? like they
1: managed to find their way back.
0: Yeah. Like I would think if I was a parent, you know, wouldn't do that. But I'd be like, that's pretty impressive. We got a little hound dog child.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah.
0: Anyway, okay, so, so the kids end up finding, the second time that they're abandoned, they find this old witch's house, at the time don't know she's a witch, um, they're eating her house because it's made out of candy and gingerbread and, and sweets and just sweet bread, bread. yeah, yeah. Um, I guess food. I'm thinking of it's like the- it's just food, they're original. hungry. Yeah, so they're eating at this, witch invites them in, and then just shake, it's heavy. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm going to kind of break this down. So the Grimm brothers um, uh, were, are, they are dead, were devout Calvinists. So this is kind of a sect of Christianity. um, And they do a lot of, I guess, (sighs) editing in that capacity with the stories that they have, where they have, it's, you know, it's not an obvious, I don't know the word, detail that you would really pick up from the stories, but there is that slight
1: so like symbol, like a slight symbolism, exactly. That they not; it's not blatantly obvious, mm-hmm. but they're just trying to like throw in.
0: But it, but it kind of biblical makes, elements. Yeah, but it it kind of makes sense in my head because I I grew up Catholic, and the same morals that are in these stories are kind of. You know, the same that I would learn in Sunday school or, like, the Ten Commandments, you know, things like that. You respect your elders. You aren't mean to people. If you are mean to people, you know, they'll get theirs, you'll get yours, whatever type of thing. So, um, uh, I found this really cool article. um, And I think, can we link, like, our sources?
1: We could, yeah. I can put it in the descriptions and show notes and stuff.
0: Okay. Okay. So that will be linked in the description. So pretty much they kind of broke down each part of it. So Hansel and Gretel um, are represented as Adam and Eve, which sounds kind of weird, but just go with it. So the candy house was made to tempt the children. Like Adam and Eve, they had the Garden of Eden, and then there was a tree there. God didn't have to put the tree there. He did for a reason to did he put it there? Or did the devil?
1: I don't know enough about the story. It's been a minute. I'm sorry. I didn't have a religious upbringing. But there either.
0: was there was a tree with like forbidden fruit, that whole thing. We know Eve ate from the tree, whatever. So that was the temptation. So in the story, famine is due to the land being corrupt, being dead. Um, and the land in the Bible is referring to the promised land. So it's kind of a symbolism of, like, earth is falling apart and, you know, end up in heaven, I guess, the promised land.
1: But, yeah, I mean, that kind you of know. makes sense, like rapture.
0: Yeah, something like that. Um So the bread that they eat from, which I always, I thought was interesting because I always thought it was gingerbread, but they probably changed that. But I think they said just straight up bread in your story or they said sweet bread. They said something
1: like, something like sweet bread in the story. Like it was definitely hints of like there was something sweet attached to it still. And like the windows even, like it was all that classic story element everyone knows where it's like gingerbread house type of thing. Mm But I think still more fitting for the time where it was still like, yeah, like a sweet bread, sweet roll, something like that. But then like the different elements of the house, like the windows were made of something. I think like the roof was made of something else. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So, so there's kind of two bread pieces. So the bread that they got at the beginning of the story to kind of, you know, have their trail that was supposed to be the bread of life, which is Jesus. So that's the host that you get. You're not religious, but, you know, the bread of life, it's Jesus. um, And they decide not to eat it, and they throw it on the ground. So it's kind of the first sign of kind of wavering faith, where they think that there's something else out there in the woods, and they'll take that chance to throw bread on the ground. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. And then the second bread that comes up is the sweet bread. So now this is the temptation, So it's no longer the bread of life, but it's almost disguised as the bread of life. So that's kind of where the fruit, it looks like normal fruit to Eve. She takes a bite, you know, bad stuff happens. And, um, oh, what is it called? The tree, it's like the the tree of knowledge or something. And it's, anyway, so that's kind of where that symbolism is. So,
1: I don't know. I guess that's where, like, for me, in the type of person I am, Mm -hmm. the symbolism has always been hard for me to see. I don't think I did well in, like, English classes, for instance, back in high school, because I am very, I just read it as it is. I don't look into anything. I'm like, I don't look into oh, what does the witch represent? It's just, yeah, no, it's a story. There's a witch.
0: See, you're the same way with music. Yeah. We've gotten uh, discussions in this where when I hear a new song, like, I really sit with the lyrics and I've, like, brought it up to you where I'm like, oh, my God, you know what this is about? Like, this is... And you're like, no. Like, you'll sing the whole... Like, you know every word. Like, I know word, every lyric. But you don't, like, but look don't... further past it. No, Even if it's, like, wait, it's, just... like, I think it's a breakup song. i like... Yes, but <laughs> you do look a like, little Yeah, you're them. like,
1: there's actually a story to it. I'm just like, I don't know. The beat's catchy. Like, the melody, all that's catchy. And the lyrics are it's like, okay um, good, whatever.
0: It's like Happier, with Bastille. Yeah. Where it's, like, really upbeat, but it's, like, the saddest well, freaking one, song.
1: <laughs> that one's kind of obvious.
0: I guess. Okay, well, yeah.
1: I guess there's like so. I don't but know But there's I can't some think other of an ones where it's like, off the top mm, of my head, mm, but... Mm.
0: but it's just soul-crushing lyrics. Yeah. Anyway, um so so the witch is supposed to symbolize the devil. I feel like that's kind of obvious. Like the kids fell into this trap because they decided to turn their back on faith where if they maybe had kept that bread, they could have like had their journey and hoping that God would protect them, but they kind of took that food that was already not available and threw it on the ground.
1: That makes sense. Okay. So here's my question Mm -hmm. because I don't, and then maybe it's just like a question of religion in general. I don't know enough about it, but that doesn't seem fair to the children to expect them to not, when they heard that the plan was their parents were going to send them into the forest yeah. because they're running low on food themselves it doesn't seem very fair that because he wanted to spread the breadcrumbs to find his way back home that they're just like that's like the kind of him abandoning god when it, like all he wants is to go back home yeah you know and that's say... kind of like mixing yeah the literal storytelling with the possible symbolism, obviously, yeah. but I feel like that's kind of a valid thing to do in a story. I'm like, okay, well, what does that represent? Like he just wants to be with his family, and yeah. then you could argue about like the whole elements of heaven mm-hmm. and seeing your family for the rest of your life, yeah, or I mean like once you're dead, and like everyone's like you reunite with your family in heaven
0: mm-hmm. so, i get I, it. I think I think we're doing that thing where. Kind of taking the too literal turn with it, where I mean, this is probably like Old Testament God, where it's like, you should have been following me, like, I was going to protect you. And that's where the whole like quote, where it's abandoning to God, it's almost that where the kids should have just trusted their father, father, God and continued their journey with the food that was given to them. But instead, they decided to throw it out. And then, you know, pretty much once they threw it out, then this magical bread sweet bread house came up, and they just were tempted by that. So kind of some similarities between that were Eve been into the apple. The kids ate the house. Um, the witch brings them in, tries to fatten them up. Um, let me see. Oh, and another element was not only did the kids eat from the house, but it was also stealing. So now they're kind of marked as well with the forbidden sin of stealing someone else's property, whatever. Um, and then... So... So these seem kind of far fetched, but in the story a lot, Gretel cries out. That's supposed to be prayers to God. You know, why did we do this? Why are we here? Please don't eat me. Please don't eat my brother. Um, the kids end up outsmarting the witch and push her into fire, aka hell. Um, and then the children fill up their pockets with goods. Um, they have conquered sin. Um, and then they leave on the back of a duck. So let me see. So Revelations 22, 17 says, come and let one who hears say, come, let the ones who thirsty come and let the ones who wish take a free gift of the water of life. So people think that this is a symbolism of somehow they found this pond and this speaking duck to take them across and they're... You know, they have jewels and all these things in their pockets. And let me see. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but this person in this article thinks that the children, they conquered sin, but they actually died. So them crossing the pond is kind of like the myth. What is, you know, mythology more than I do.
1: River sticks.
0: Is that what it is? It's Greek. Oh, shit. Yeah.
1: In Greek mythology, like, Like you'd pay Charon Mm -hmm. to cross the river Styx into the underworld.
0: Exactly. So I think this is kind of the same, you know, Christian of that, where the kids are in heaven, um, and the duck was able to recognize them somehow, and just allowed them to cross, which I think in this, like, there's a lot of... Magical stuff, but they kind of pass that where it's like, yeah, this is magical, but it's also, I guess, heavenly and a God symbol, I guess. Um, So the children end up seeing their father and their stepmother is dead because she fell into the sin of wrath. So that was another thing that this article kind of talks about. Um, The stepmother ends up passing away because she herself is filled with sin, filled with hate, you know, doing these terrible things. Um, she kind of, she gave up on the children. So they think that she is in hell as well. And the father passed away also not in the story, but that's what they think they see their dad and everything's okay because they have all these jewels and the, and this food and they're fine. Um, but they think the father repented and that's why he's in heaven where he he wasn't the one who wholeheartedly wanted to go into the woods with his kids and leave them. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That's just one interpretation that I just found. Like Some of the similarities were kind of over the top, I think, but um, it's kind of cool to see other...
1: I and mean, the at the songs, very yeah. least, it's just something that makes you think, mm-hmm. and then you look into the story or read the story or listen to the story again yourself, and it adds another aspect where you can, yeah, you can go back, yeah, and you're like, okay, I could maybe see this theory or I could maybe see this theory or, you know, just kind of a different way to look at the same thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I think... I don't think I ever looked into it that hard. I just remember being terrified of the woods as a kid as well, because we would, my brothers and I would always be out in the woods in Minnesota, and I don't know why. It just, the woods are has always been kind of freaky, especially at dusk. And so that's all I could think of is just, like, two little kids running around. I'm like, what if we ran into this gingerbread house and... Cause I know my younger brothers would definitely run at it like Hansel and Gretel. They wouldn't even question it. They'd be like, yeah, this makes total sense. And they
1: wouldn't even be hungry.
0: Oh, they no, Yeah. They would have just eaten dinner, Minnesota dinner, which is dinner for 50 for 10 people, but it's good stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's where I guess for me, it just, Kind of going back a little bit, too, but to, like, tie off that whole subject is I am not great at, like, I'm not, the greatest at reading between the lines Mm -hmm. or I always, like, say I'm not good at connect the dots. Yeah. I'm not, like, there's, for certain things I am, but for, like, a lot of the creative stuff, I'm not that creative nature. I don't have that. I just kind of see things literally... Yeah, and like I keep it at that surface level, which is why I think I do well in like accounting and business, mm-hmm. up to like a degree. I'm not like a creative person at all in business. I don't need mm-hmm. to be, at least not yet. But I can like take what's given to me, and I can just do with that, you know. And I don't really
0: yeah
1: need to look further in because it's like the numbers. See, it say just enough. sounds
0: like such a. I
1: don't know, see, but then, like on my end, it sounds like you there's so much that you could always read into, and I know you do that well, that's that what like I it love. almost is like two much. opposite ends of the brain where like yours yeah. is always on, mine is always off, I'm, like Since on that's why that said, <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're both like more in the middle, we're not like not like my brain's off, and not like yours is always yeah. on. But, like, I think that's what it could lead to is that there is this separation of, well, I don't always need to be on. And it leads to very peaceful moments in my life. Or I can just kind of shut everything out and focus on that. It's so nice. Mm Because I know that from my experience with you.
0: Yeah. I don't have many moments like that. I think sleep.
1: I mean, there's also just where, like, (laughs) then there's all the tiktoks clips videos posts yeah. everywhere of just guys in general it's like oh what are you thinking about nothing nothing like no, what like, is like, no like... like literally nothing <laughs> there is it's either random something like like oh, oh what would i do in the event of apocalypse that's my go-to when i say nothing it's like i'm apocalypse planning where i'm like oh man like i just uh, or some far far away situation of Oh, if somebody robbed this train that I was on, like I would totally just you know, backflip, kick the gun out of their hand, stuff like that. Or, like those are fun. That's nothing. Yeah. Or it is sometimes just literally there's nothing going on. What is there.
0: your apocalypse plan?
1: I had a really good one when I was running a lot because I had so much time to think about it. I would. So we live in Arizona. So the train was just because I think I've seen that somewhere. We don't actually take trains anywhere. No. Um
0: we don't leave. Well, it's I a mean, hundred and
1: fourteen right now.
0: Yeah. So uh I have a car. Don't use it much because the walk from the apartment to the car makes you wanna die. So we just stay in here. We just kinda opposite of no, I guess it's I guess it is hibernating, but in the heat.
1: Yeah, pretty much. We're the Yeah, it's the opposite of traditional hibernation. Yeah. Uh, watch out! You don't back into the cat. <gasps> See, he's been he's there the whole right time. Right
0: here. He's a stinker. He knows that the camera's buddy. Okay, shake that. Oh wait, do you have the? A... Where's the treats?
1: They're over here. You can try. But I want to finish my apocalypse plan yes. while you try to get him up there. It is uh, because I've always been pretty proud of it. So my experience with the. Uh, with, um, I've done a Grand Canyon like quite a few times, hiked it, and I've done rim to rim to rim yeah. on it in one go. Oh, here we go. He's up.
0: Yay! <laughs> this is so, here. yeah, if
1: you guys are watching the video now, it's a very important time as he's eating his treats at the top of the cat tree. I think
0: he's scared of the tripod.
1: Well, he doesn't like anything new ever. Yeah. He, you put up a the, new. Or you just you just real you we moved our lamp behind it to give us better lighting, and even he's that he's of, just yeah. like staring at it for a while. when we kind of are setting it up, okay. and he's like, "I don't like this."
0: It's okay.
1: But now he's up. So yeah, if you uh, check us out on YouTube now, if you're not, if you're just listening to the audio, this is our baby. The link will be in the description Stay on, on every you. platform, and yeah, now you can see our he's son food motivated, Pierre,
0: just like his. Mother. <laughs> he's very
1: food motivated. Yeah. But anyway, so my apocalypse plan would be uh, take us to the Grand Canyon. Okay. Because I remember, so it's one of those things where if you haven't actually hiked it or been in it and you've just been at the top or seen pictures, it's just a big hole in the ground. And, but once you actually start to hike it, you realize just how big it is. Like it, there's parts of it where you don't really see the top, top walls. Yeah. Because there's almost like layers of walls. So I remember parts of it when we were doing Rim to Rim to Rim that I'm like, wow, like there's rivers, there's creeks. So you have your water source, which also means the land would be fertile. Mm -hmm. Like no, I mean, because it's a national park. Nobody's allowed to develop down there. There are some, there's a Phantom Ranch, which actually has... Like cabins, you yeah. wouldn't have, been. you've never hiked. Oh, is it, it. down there? It's down. It's oh. eight miles down. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't. Um, Phantom oh. Ranch is all all the way at the bottom, uh, right on the Colorado River. Mm-hmm. So it has actually just a ton of cabins. And I'm like, it's one of those things where nobody's going to think of, oh, it's an apocalypse. I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon.
0: Maybe, maybe the workers though.
1: I mean the worker, but then like, just that's going to be part of my colony or something. And, like, it's very easy. Where am
0: I? Where am I? Where's the child in this colony? Are you looking at the treats? He is. You've had so many. Yeah,
1: no, no more for him. No more. We were really trying to get him up, but at least now he's hanging out.
0: He doesn't fit in the cat tree.
1: (laughs) He kind of likes that, because that's the other cat trees, too. He always just, like, sprawls out, but he likes it. (laughs) He likes his feet out. (laughs) Um,
0: I won't touch it. He knows.
1: (laughs) Yes. I mean,
0: no, I think that's... I've told you mine.
1: Nobody would think of the Grand Canyon. So you're not going to really deal with people like raiders or anything when it gets to that point. No, everyone's going to be at
0: Costco because that's every, sorry, I don't mean to offend, but that's every basic person's, like the amount of times I've heard, like, if there's an apocalypse, I'm going to Costco. I'm like, I've heard that multiple times. I'm like, so that's, which I mean, it makes the most sense because it's excess of food.
1: Well, that's the other part of our plan. We would obviously still need to get food somewhere. Mm -hmm. And this is when we were living in Flagstaff. Is there was an animal hospital? We would go raid that for drugs. They it's the same drugs. I
0: thought you meant animals, like no, dogs. No, and I'm Like I, I'm not, I'm not no, in this like, plan anymore. I'm like, I don't care if I'm starving. Like I, drug,
1: <laughs> like it's the same human drugs usually. But yeah, no, it's just a
0: lighter. It's
1: lighter, but it's like nobody's gonna go there. Everybody's gonna go to the hospital or the pharmacies. Nobody's gonna go to That's the vets. pretty smart. So I mean, like I said, we've had. I've yeah, had weird. thousands of hours to think about this because of running. <laughs> like I w- I was a really, like, competitive runner for a while. Yeah. And I had so much time to think about it and, like, I'd conspire with the guys sometimes, too, that we'd run with. That's so, it's like
0: so smart I never thought of that. Animal hospital for drugs. Yeah. Food
1: we could never really get sorted. we just have to go to, like, a grocery store or something anyway to get food. But we were always, like, we'd get some books, That's like, cool. a library, books. I mean, just like, ideally helpful books, but, like, just books on farming, stuff like that,
0: and, and we just mainly need, like, seeds. rivers, right? Yeah, there, there has be. to be, yeah.
1: Um, because we'd be right on the Colorado River. Mm-hmm. There's Bright Angel Creek that, like, runs the length of it. There's, like, waterfalls and stuff. You
0: need seeds.
1: That's what I was saying, the seeds. Okay, that's yeah. So, that's where I'm, like, books for farming seeds. That'd be the main things,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but, like, That was what, I mean, then you can kind of move if there's a heat wave coming, you can kind of move up. Yeah. If it's getting too hot, if it's too cold at the top, you can move back down because it's a big difference and you'll obviously just get fit enough living there. So you'd be able to move from 2000 to 7,000 feet.
0: I guess if it was life, life or death, I could make it.
1: I mean, you wouldn't need to. It's the bottoms. This just slightly cooler than Phoenix. It's probably 110. No, no, no. I'm
0: saying walking.
1: I mean you'd be fine the way down to settle. You wouldn't have to go up.
0: So you're you're the one who would get supplies. I would just spend the rest of my life down in a canyon.
1: I mean you could get uh at some point, you're gonna you're gonna get fit just like you're gonna have to like hike around like think of like the old lifestyles. Yeah. Like, you're kinda just gonna everyone's that lives there is just gonna be pretty fit naturally.
0: Yeah. You just have to hope there's no like there's always like an insane person in any of, like, the apocalypse movies. Well, and that's who, where, like, I mean, for the most part,
1: we would try to, I mean, that was just kind of, like, hypothetically joined with them, but yeah. ideally we just try to claim it and hope that nobody else thinks of it. Damn. And there's caves and stuff down there. Like, there's so much, there's so many places. Again, just having done rim to rim to rim, and we only explored, we explored a good amount of it, but, like, mm-hmm. only, also only a small part. There's so many more trails yeah. And there's plenty of s- space that isn't actually trail, mm-hmm. like isn't designated that, well, if it's an apocalypse, I'm just going to go like wherever, like there's no national park service to stop me from going off trail mm-hmm. and finding a cave along the river, you know, that kind of thing. I yeah, just think that like the easy the one is Phantom Ranch because, or Manzanita Day Use. Either of those are good because there's buildings there already.
0: I just realized we're kind of broadcasting this.
1: Yeah, I'm just really hoping that out of all episodes (laughs) that nobody listens to this one specifically. But
0: we could have friends. We'll all be down there and be like, how'd you hear about this? Oh, I found this podcast. It's like, god damn it, Eric. (laughs) But then it'd be fine. Well, hopefully.
1: None of you guys got to make it to the Grand Canyon before whatever well, I, guess, yeah, I always imagine zombies close. too. It was always oh. like if zombies. I mean, obviously the more I would,
0: I would just die. I don't think
1: if it's zombies uh, too. but they're not gonna go into the Grand Canyon. Like, they'll just
0: fall over it.
1: Then they'll die. No, it's such no, a big, I know. I'm like,
0: but I'm thinking the travel from here to the Grand Canyon. I can't imagine anything more terrifying.
1: Eh, uh, it's I-17. It'll be fine. And I can't have, imagine... how that,
0: crazy the drivers are here now. What's yeah, but I, can't, I mean, yeah, we got
1: to get out of Phoenix yeah. for sure. That's going to be the shit show. Once we're out of Phoenix, though, the 17 be fine. Flagstaff might be badish, but I feel like... Yeah. I don't know which direction people would go. If it's a nuke, Phoenix is more likely yeah, to get hit, so people up, are going are we out. are picking up
0: your friends?
1: They know to meet. Okay. <laughs> That's always getting kind of what we've talked about. It's like they know to meet us. They know. They, they know that the plan is... I mean, like, Hunter and I had that point. of... You need, of, like, a
0: code word. Okay,
1: like, if this happens, like, I go... I forgot what it was. That's like, I go pick up the books, and he goes oh, to pick good. up the supplies from, like, the vet. Okay. And someone else goes in and gets food. And then we all just meet at the Grand Canyon and hope everyone made it.
0: And I sit in the passenger seat with crippling fear with Pierre. Yeah. I was just thinking Pierre would be an outside boy for the first time. Yeah. He would be scared of everything. Yeah. But you get used to it.
1: I mean, that's where if we get the cabins, it will be good.
0: You gotta bring one cat tree.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we can just make it at that point. There's trees at the bottom and on top.
0: But look, You can't get this fluff.
1: Uh, but he likes the carpet ones. That's true. He's got enough fluff to make up for it. He does. That's My plan
0: cool. was... It's always go oh, to my yeah, grandma's Minnesota. farm in Minnesota.
1: See, that's so much further of a drive from it, Phoenix. No, it is. So that's where yeah. like, You'll probably die good. before
0: you get there. But it's, it's such a small town that, because I showed you that video where it's like, why would you ever want to live in a small town? It's like, people look out for you. The amount of guns in that town, I'm not worried about it. Like, I, I, I could not partake. But every neighbor there, it would be like their freaking field day. Be like, sit on their porch and just aim.
1: You get a community. You, you just like, I mean, that's like Last of Us. You just do much, what that yeah. dude did uh, and just built like a whole, uh Nick Offerman's character and kind yeah. of built like a whole compound around exactly. a neighborhood.
0: Exactly, yeah. And that's pretty much what it would be. And everyone, like there's a butcher, abundance everyone of Everyone knows farmers. how to farm. Oh, yeah. but you did make a good point with, The medicine. But it's a small town, so it's 3,000 people. And I feel like they have two hospitals. Or no, they have one hospital. I think a couple vets. So that would be the one thing that would be a little troublesome. But, I don't know. Norwegians, they have odd medicine tactics. So not odd, but not Western. Yeah. Honestly, better sometimes. But... Now I'm like, that sounds better. It's closer.
1: It'd be smaller to start off with. Yeah. You were always a part of the planning, by the way. I remember when was we were I? running, yeah, it's like we gotta bring Parker. We gotta reproduce.
0: <laughs> Ew Oh thank <laughs> I God. Like that. Love being a. Wo- yeah, you said it you said it so low, trying to just sneak it past.
1: Z- I
0: don't think I'd wanna reproduce. In that situation, it's like Hansel and Gretel. Like, why bring more stomachs in to the mix?
1: Because we'll be really good at farming because we have books.
0: Okay, let's wait, like, I'm going to say let's wait, like, five years. And then we'll see where we're at. You know, five-year plan. I don't know. And we'll see. I'm like, if there's an abundance of food at five years, maybe one.
1: (laughs) But I need farm help. I'm getting old.
0: And pointing to the baby. Here. Oh, he's knocked out.
1: It's been a rough day in the life of an indoor cat.
0: Yeah. Slept, stretched a little, played with you, slept. Slept uh, more. Bit my hand.
1: Went into hiding because he thought you were cooking.
0: Yeah, he's such a scaredy cat. He's such a big And baby. I
1: dragged him out with food, and now maybe it's all the treats. It's like, oh, I'm full. Oh, now. yeah,
0: his stomach probably hurts. He probably had, like 10 treats.
1: I there's more.
0: Like, we're doing something important.
1: He'll get used to the schedule eventually and you know, like, oh, it's.
0: But usually he comes time. in here, like, if both of us are sitting in here. Well, because so. he was under
1: the couch, and now he doesn't like the change in setup. Yeah, that's fair. And that's all I've got.
0: Oh, shoot. I w- oh, we forgot to talk about this. So. Um, we're going to try to do this every week where... We
1: will do this every week. No, no, the no. The podcast. The drinks. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll
0: do the podcast every week. But, um, I want to make fun cocktails. This, uh, for the people who are just listening, we're just drinking Tapo Chico strawberry guava.
1: We're not sponsored, but I mean, hey, if you, if you want, we'll... Yeah, we just If anyone from Tapo is listening out of like the... Five viewers we have. Woo. We'll take a. We'll take a sponsor.
0: I yeah, that'd be nice. We'll get paid. drink a lot of, of Chico. Um but yeah. So I can't say they'll be inspired every time like this one, because um, we just decided to record. Um, but I'll try to theme it with every drink, and so we'll list that um, in our socials. Just what's in the drink, and definitely have mocktail. Um, ingredients also but the other side
1: of that is if because again the idea is we'll work through the stories and break those down as we Mm -hmm. do them that if one of the stories you have a really good idea for a drink
0: (gasps) yeah then
1: feel free to like link it to us and we can try it there otherwise parker will be kind of creating everything i'm not i'm not a mixologist at all
0: i was for a minute there bartender but we don't even have, I mean... We, we have, don't
1: have any alcohol right now. I think all I we know. have are the Tapo Chico's.
0: Yeah, because alcohol yeah, like, is expensive.
1: Like all of the
0: mixing stuff, like when you add it all together...
1: We don't even have like the starter kit to shake and stuff, right? No. Yeah, so I, just, I don't I just do. kind
0: of college it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to be interesting. Well, but like
1: the strainer, the shaker, and glass. Muddler. We're pretty much college students still. Yeah. fresh out but kind of still just getting I mean you're still paying off student loans so yeah we're we're thing. not exactly in the greatest position to but eventually yeah
0: it's fine I
1: mean I know your goal is to have a mini bar or like a I little do. like the that the, little setup yeah. the cart the cart. bar cart
0: yeah I really want a bar cart 'Cause it just would be fun, like if someone I mean they
1: look good from the places we like the friends we've been to and seen them. Yeah, like they so, do look good. Even so if we cute. don't drink, like it just kind of looks good. Well, but it also like does someone... look like we drink a lot. And that's what I would think of immediately. I'm like, looks oh, like you so... guys drink a lot.
0: Oh yeah. But I, I mean I'm just like so impressed and my brain is just moving a mile a minute. I'm like, Okay, they got that, they got that. Oh, <gasps> we can make mojitos. <laughs> so I just want that option. Like if someone comes over, I can be like do you want a martini? Do you want, you know, that feels so adult. Yeah. But instead I'm like, you want a Topo Chico? <laughs> and then we the have latest s- <laughs> seltzer we have. Yeah. We just kind of switch between them. But um, yeah, so we're going to attempt to do that. Um, and if we're too broke to actually have the cocktail, I still plan on like putting it on our socials. If you guys want to try it out. Um, cause I've been thinking of some pretty, some pretty good ones that kind of tie in. So strawberry guava, I just was like, that was the closest seltzer to a candy that I could think of. See, this one would have been fun. This one could have been.
1: I mean, there's nothing saying you can't, like you could go and mix one or just like come up with an idea and we could still yeah. put it in cause this will be really like, I'm giving Give it a couple days to before I do anything. So okay. I could get some clips to throw in at the beginning of the video. The listeners won't have it. Yeah. But that stuff, yeah, like, if you guys want to follow us on any socials, maybe we'll have something. Mm-hmm. It's like
0: 50-50. Yeah. And you can follow us on Instagram at the Sandman's Lullabies. Um,
1: we started a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. That'll be linked. That's one where that would be... Good for like discussions. I mean, that's kind of one of those, uh, what is it, like a group page. Yeah. So people can kind of come join, talk to us, mm-hmm. talk about stories, talk about anything, kind of anything to just help our ideas and all that be yeah. good. I uh, like it. What else? I think that's it for now. YouTube, that'll be linked. I think yeah. it's Sandman's Lullabies. Email is another way to reach us. What's the email? The Sandman's Lullabies at gmail.com. Nice. I think that's pretty... I think those are the only four we have right now. Okay. We'll get a TikTok going.
0: Uh, I had a bad addiction to TikTok.
1: I mean, you still kind of have it to reels now.
0: Okay. But I gave myself an hour limit on the app. And look, you see? I got... Right before we started this, I was on Instagram, and then it kicked me out. And I listened. So... um. Okay, so maybe you have TikTok on your phone and then I'll send you that because I won't be able to help myself and I'll be two hours in and my brain will be fried, so don't need that. But um, yeah, tell us some of your guys' stories. Um, Or what you
1: think about the stories. Yeah. That's something we can talk about. Mm.
0: Yeah. I definitely want to hear, like, if you have an interpretation, not just of Hansel and Gretel, but any of the stories we told, um, or if you heard the story in a different way, or if it's completely different from, I guess, the Grimm brothers' stories, that would be cool to hear. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah,
1: thanks for listening, especially if you listened all the way to the end. Now, oh um, shit,
0: we are yeah forty seven minutes fifty
1: minutes in. So okay, the long one. I don't think our longest so far out of the four we've done. So.
0: Yeah, I think we're getting more comfortable. I think so. Um, the camera's kind of freaking me out. but I just kind
1: of ignored it. I feel like it's just been a conversation. But it's also like there is still for the purpose of someone else there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that's all, that's all I've got. Yep. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.
0: Bye, guys.